This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. I don't know if you've heard the old saying, garbage in, garbage out. But I was able to do a little research, and it turns out that the term is uh, really derived from an ancient Chinese proverb, which basically says, you who vote for Biden destroy country. Pretty simple, really. Garbage in, garbage out. But that's not really what I'm talking about. It does baffle me that, uh, you know, apparently there's enough people willing to vote for Biden, or at least he thinks so, that he's willing to run again. Uh, Ocasio-Cortez in her third term, Omar, third term. Man, things have really changed. These are not reasonable people. They say, well, they're radicals. That's another word for saying very unreasonable, hostile, you could say. But none of that's what I'm really talking about with the whole garbage in, garbage out thing. Although it is a good analogy now that I think about it. You put garbage people in office, and uh, you could probably expect garbage results from your government. How about that? Just a thought. I don't know. I, mean, I don't know why government can't get its act together. Hmm. <laughs> I, I wonder. I wonder why. People have had, are fed up with government, right? But they're also fed up with the news, and that's kind of what I was talking about with this garbage in, garbage out. I'm realizing, you can laugh at me, not for the first time. I think I just had to really, like, hit me over the head. I, I, I think it's so audacious that I couldn't believe it without a little thought, and that is that most of the news is fake news. How much most? I'm going to say 90%, maybe more. I'm not exaggerating. I want to tie this in a little bit to AI, and I want to just remind you of something that I said. It was on the No Agenda podcast. If you don't know, it's the only podcast that I listen to, really. I still listen to Michael Savage occasionally, uh, but I can't I can't handle the 10 minutes of, of advertising on the front end, yeah, even though I fast-forward through it. I hope I never resort to that kind of thing. I guess that's the way it is. What am I going to do? He's got a lot of money, a lot more money than I do. Good for him. Good for him. He's going to go to his grave. I lie, Michael Savage, who was able to build a fortune off of taking people's time. How's that? Not really. He's giving back a lot. When am I going with this? I've been angry lately. That's another realization, by the way. I know I'm bouncing around. Just give me a minute. The podcast is as much of my therapy. That's going to tie into this. I ha- I've been angry. I'm like, the road ray, I'm driving erratically. Uh, I could go on. I could go on. Probably time to make an appointment with the therapist. What's wrong now, Chris? I just want to twist somebody's head off. I don't know. <laughs> uh, not really. I just want to live a peaceful life, happy, go like that. What do I need? That's what I ask myself. You know what I need? Some humor, some fun. We're going to get some. I'll tell you about it next week. Anyway, uh, this is all going to tie together in a second. Honest to God, I'm not bouncing around. Well, I kind of am, but. Not really. It's all going to arrive at a point. Just about all the news is fake news. And, and I'm realizing now that that's why people are not paying attention. Because the news is not newsworthy. You know, wh- whether you like Ma- Rachel Mancow or 
or who knows, uh, Tucker Carlson. He's doing a pretty good job, I think, as best I can tell. I don't really watch him. I'm not a, a TV cable news guy. I don't, as somebody said to me uh, earlier today, are you going to go home and, and lay on the sofa? And I said, what? <laughs> I said, when have you ever heard me talk about laying on the sofa? That's not something that I do. I'm not saying that I've never laid on the sofa, but uh, I'm not the type of person that lays around on the sofa, I can tell you that. Not really my thing. Anyway, I don't watch much cable news, but I'm realizing that regardless, it's fake. Uh, and that's the reason people aren't paying attention. And, and the, all the, these uh, news outlets, they're dying, slow, painful deaths. Nobody's watching. Uh, what's the other one? Readout. <laughs> that is so fake. You know, she tries to be so black, but then with the straight hair and the very proper speaking, it just isn't working. It's like, this is laughable. Black people aren't watching that. Stupid white people are watching it. Oh, Look at her go. Yeah, okay. She didn't pay a fortune to sit there and lie to people every day. She doesn't care. She's like, climate change, it's real. Get over it. Now a word from our advertisers. That's all they care about, really. Uh, so whatever your flavor, it's all fake, I hate to tell you. Uh, Tucker Carlson, I, I, I think there's some real commentary in there, I guess, uh, some good points, but is there any real journalism going on? Uh, I'm not seeing a whole lot of that, quite frankly. I, I guess you could argue that, but um, I'm not seeing it. Uh, none of the liberal media that I've seen is anything that resembles journalism. Are you seeing any of that? So, you know, people know that the news, they fool themselves. Um. Uh, but they're not fooling the people. And the numbers uh, prove the results. Young people aren't watching this garbage. Ask anybody under, I don't know, 35 if they're watching any kind of cable news. I'd be shocked. What are you watching? TikTok. YouTube. Anyway, garbage in, garbage out. But you put garbage politicians in office, you're going to get garbage results from your government. And I realized suddenly that this garbage news and how it's affecting the podcast. Oofa. And me. And me. I'm not kidding. I spent so much time immersed in this nonsense. And I realized, you know, uh, you know, and mentally, emotionally, psychologically speaking, it probably was no different than being on the, on the what's the Facebook the 3D thing? Meta or whatever, like being on that for hours a day. And here's the main problem with it, I think, psychologically speaking. I've talked about this before. Uh, maybe we have somebody listening that has some experience or uh, is a psychologist that can tell me. But when you are fed constant non-congruence, mixed signals, I think it screws you up. Ukraine. Uh, and, and I have all this data to look at all these links. I mean, it's in the show notes. You get to see it, too. And if you go back and look, you will see a pattern of deception over and over again. One of the most frustrating to me. I shared with you, I think, last week or the beginning of this week, uh, the AP story uh, about uh, the Trump dossier. And this Russian guy came forward and, he's, and, and admitting it was all debunked. And the FBI's response, well, we wish you would have came forward sooner. 
It was all fake, all true. I, I reported on that. I put together the stories. Nobody cared. Nobody listened. And even the, 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 the conservative media, the way, and the, the way, what I did at that time that was so revolutionary, if you will, I just I connected the different dots. The news wasn't doing that, if you want to call it the news. They were up this day, down this day, expecting more tomorrow. Good news today, but uh, we're concerned about this development tomorrow. Oh, ah, that's what they get paid to do. I'll give you kind of a, an example. Maybe I mentioned this the other day. Somebody sent me a video. Who's the guy? I forget his name. The macho dude that got arrested in Romania. I was talking about him. The MMA guy from Britain. Um, anyway, somebody sent me a clip. Dan, Chicago. Thank you, Dan. And uh, he's saying, um, you know, he's talking about Robin Williams. He said, you know, the problem today is somebody gets a little depressed and you go in and what do they do? They want to talk about your depression. You only get more depressed. They can put you on medication and they put you in a fog. He says, you know, somebody needs to pull you aside and, and get you back in shape. And it's really true. This is how, you know, brotherhood and, and friendship and camaraderie was supposed to work. Everybody gets down, down time to time, a little out of step. And that's what brothers do. I'm sure women have their own thing. Hey, you got to get your, get your act together there, dude. You know, you're drinking too much. You're doing too much of this. And you're fighting with your wife. You look at where your life is headed, man. I mean, it's a pretty simple equation, right? You stop this and this, and you're probably going to see better results over here. That's not happening the same way. And people aren't relating to each other the same way. We don't have our churches, our communities, at the same uh, comprehensive way through our society that we did in the past. And it shows. It shows in the results. We keep looking for these things to, to fill the void. But anyway, people know fake. Right, and, and it's affecting this lack of community. One, um, the Ukraine thing was the latest thing I was going to mention. Um, you know, the spring—they're still talking about a spring offensive. I'm like, it's summer. What what spring offensive are you talking about? It's the middle of April. You got like another month. You're going to be like, oh, this is going to be the big one. For all for what? Twenty four hours. And then they're like, and then the next day, like, there's not enough ammo to support this. What is going on? All lies. 200,000 Russian casualties. I noticed they use the word casualties, casualties, casualties. That's the out. I can see it right now. They say, can you think dead? That's not what they're talking about. No, 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 (laughs) no. They're talking about all the ones that had to be replaced. Some skewed number. You know, the wrong shoe size. That's a casualty of war. Mm-hmm. You know, people, th- the military thinks people forget about Vietnam and the lies back then. Anyway, uh, the lack of congruency on the reporting of the Ukraine. You know, it's World War III. Do you remember the beginning? Uh, Biden warns don't use nukes. Russia says we're not using nukes. Nuclear war coming. Russia, why are they saying nothing but nuclear? It's like this frenzy of nothing but nonsense. And look at where we are today, all of not even 90 days later, and you wonder why everybody's going nuts, including me. But I think that's why people aren't paying attention to it. Uh, I realize, by the way, that this authenticity that people are craving, uh, that's why Trump so popular or cringeworthy, depending on your perspective, because he's authentic. 
You know, he says, uh, Rosie O'Donnell's fat. And some people are going, yeah, about time somebody put her in place. And the other half of the people are, how rude. Either way, <laughs> nobody said he's lying. Well, they try that too. <laughs> I was uh, sat down with my daughter last night. She had the, the uh, TV on. And it caught my eye. It was this uh, computer-generated cartoonish story. And uh, I told you that the podcast No Agenda started to say that they reported that about a year ago that 90% of the news was AI generated. I don't believe anything I see in here, so I go to check it myself. And I've been using AI every day, including today. Not for the past year, but for a while now. And uh, I'm no expert. I don't know diddly about it. But I got a little sense of what it produces. And I'm going to tell you that 90% of the news probably is AI generated. And so was that thing that my daughter was watching. They had uh, fake people in a fake place with a fake story. And I'm sure that this thing could easily be changed for different languages with the click of a button and instantly shipped out mass-generated entertainment for kids. Fake. I said to my daughter, why do you watch this? Fake people in a fake place with a fake story. She says, well, I like it. I wonder how much of what we're kids are getting is this AI-generated, how addictive it might be. I still catch myself, you know, I don't, I'm not on social media. I remember, so you know, you're, just, you're just like, let me just check it. Let me just check. It's like, you're just checking it. I'm not doing anything else. I just check it. I'm glad I got away from that. It is addictive. But even the news, I find, I go to my news app. And, uh, stop. And then I just, I, like, I've had to, like, force myself to leave my phone behind, you know, because I'm like, instead of, you know, I come in, I'm working outside. I come in to get a drink of water. Oh, let me check the news. Why? Why? Getting hit with some, re-hit with some of the same headlines. And it's all terrible. It's all terrible. It's flooded the market with fake garbage. It really has. You know, if you can just uh, imagine, just fake imitation crap. And it car- it's carried over to the podcast. If not by, by the sheer volume, of, you know, the bombardment uh, and the spillover effect, uh, then the, the frustration that, that it instills in me. I, I, I meant what I said you know, last week. Uh, I, we didn't do a, fr- a Friday podcast. It was Good Friday, but the Thursday podcast, I went back and listened to it. And I was like, man, that's not me. I told, I'm not kidding. I'm catching on. Like, I'm really angry lately. Why am I so angry? My life is great. I'm outside. I'm tan. I feel good. I'm getting in shape. Back to doing some pull-ups. My 14-inch push-up stands are the bomb diggity. I've been working it. People are, people are like, are you losing weight? I actually gained a couple pounds muscle. Feel good, looking good, of course, sounding good. <laughs> my daughter's good. My son's good. Happy, good stuff despite everything going on. Why would I be so angry? I don't know. We don't like fake. I don't like dealing with navigating it. You don't want to hear, you know, uh, a response to fake because of the, all it is is frustration. I used the analogy before. It's like listen to two drunk people argue. You ever listen to something like that? You're like, well, oh my God, it give you a headache. So what do we do? <clears throat> well, the simple answer is 
the the podcast has to be authentic. Now you know it is very authentic in that I don't do any editing. Hit the pause button occasionally, but there's really no editing to speak of. Um, but the information basis, not sure what to do about that. I could discuss only things that I know to be firsthand. We'll see. We'll see. Make it like a reality podcast. Could I call it that? Christopher Scott Show reality podcast. <laughs> what would that be like? Could you imagine? What if I started taping my my daily routine? <sighs> it's uh, five o'clock in the morning. Just wake up. <laughs> I bet you would be huge. I'm not doing it. Here's a real story for you. Uh, a friend comes to me. I'll say friend. I never really, the, the acquaintance, you could say. And uh, I never really discussed politics with the guy. He says, you know, I really don't like to discuss politics. And uh, he says, um, I never really know how people think. He said, I'd like to mention something to you. I said, okay. This is a, a Marine veteran, by the way. Officer, no less. Pretty sure he swore an oath to the same Constitution I did. He says, um, he says, I don't care what people think. He said, this, this garbage about the Second Amendment is nonsense. He says, all the other rights have been trampled on. You want to tell me that, you know, we're going to hang high and dry on this one? I thought, that's a kind of a sad. <laughs> is that your, we've given up everything else. We may as well just give up our guns, too. Hmm, okay. He says, I don't want to hear all this garbage. No, nobody needs a, an AR-15, an M-16. You know, these weapons should be illegal. And uh, I really didn't feel like getting into it with the guy. Uh, I've had a, a, a lovely relationship with him, and I was just like, I, I, I could tell he felt strongly about it, and uh, I could tell that you know there was little convincing that was likely to be done. And what's the point, really? You know what I mean? This is kind of what I'm getting. I'm, I'm realizing that the, the world's problems are not mine to solve. That changing every heart and mind is not my responsibility. I'm like, okay, dude. I'm pretty sure you can turn in your guns any damn time you want, okay? And if you want to live in a gun-free society, the guy's retired. I'm like, I'm I'm sure China would take you. You know, you could go there. You could go to Cuba. The weather's very nice. They don't have any guns. Lots of you go to England. You don't have to change your language. But anyway, uh, I I thought, you know, I thought would be to me, I would say to the guy, what I was thinking, I was going to say, you know, Every time this question of gun control comes up, and you know, if you were to ask people, are you in favor of reasonable gun control laws? And most people would say yes. And what's happened is that some of us Second Amendment zealots have begun to say no. And the reason that we're saying no is because uh, it's become practically impossible to defend yourself at all, let alone with a firearm, legally speaking. And that needs to be protected. And we need to be able to protect ourselves. It's only fair and human to do that. Now, you know, whether or not the average person should be able to walk into a gun store and purchase uh, something like an AR-15, I suppose is a matter of debate. Um, But we're so far from that point. So far from that point. What I wanted to say to the guy was I, I would not agree to any new gun laws until there, there would be a complete revamping of the gun laws to make sure that for law-abiding citizens that our rights are protected, mainly to protect ourselves and our homes and our property. 
And we're already way too far over the line for that to me. So, no, I'm not agreeable to adding any new laws. But secondly, I thought to myself, we're here outside of Philadelphia, where the district attorney, like many other cities, supposedly Soros-funded, whatever that means, and I don't know, but here's the net result. The town next to me, it's, it abuts Philadelphia. A woman shot in a Dunkin' Donuts. I told the story. Dunkin' Donuts drive through Guy gets out, shoots her. The baby's in the back. She was a teacher. And people are saying now that they think there was something more to that. I believe it was a Christian. I know it was a, uh, um, it was a private school. I'm not sure what kind. Probably Christian, though. But anyway, we, we see the crime spreading. So this DA down there is letting criminals go, refusing to prosecute, going into case files, old convictions, and letting prisoners go. I'm not making this up. If, if you understood history, I've talked about it. The Bolshevik Revolution. What the heck's the book? I'm drawing a blank. But the, the gulags. I'll get it for you. If anybody knew this history and you see what's being done with these DAs, and then you want to say, oh, you should give up your guns? You're out of your flipping mind. You're nuts. Absolutely nuts. If you think the criminals are going to give up their guns, you're even more stupid. Now, I was going to say to the guy, I'll tell you what. As soon as you get the DA Krasner down there to agree to enforce the law, I'll turn in my guns. But... Number one, I wasn't prepared to follow through on that. And number two, I, like I said, I just didn't want to get into it with the guy. I think I'm going to finish with this story. I have so much more here. I, mean, I didn't even get into this uh, Ukraine stuff, this deep diver. I'm just going to keep carrying through some of this. I'll carry it over to tomorrow, so stay with me if you're interested in any uh, anything moderately authentic, as authentic as I can deliver to you. From a, a digital world. I'll do my best. That's all I can tell you. Anyway, uh, there was an article of finding, uh, f- finding, fiddling America away. Uh, it was in American Greatness. Uh, I should have got the uh, author here. Was it Alan West? I think that's what uh, attracted me to it. No, it was a different story. Sorry, confusing two stories. Uh, Victor Davis uh, Hansen. I have the link here in the show notes. It's a really great read. I want to give you a couple highlights from it and just kind of discuss it here because I think that they, the article really very eloquently eloquently summarizes, well, more than summarizes, provides a detail in kind of the way I feel what's going on with this country. More detail, really. Uh, number one, that the world is seeing the United States as, as uh, off the rails. Uh, destroying itself. And you can see this if you look at media from around the world, which I do. There's another crazy... I'm not the only one thinking this. Anybody that is able to open their eyes and has an IQ of two can see what's going on here. But yet somehow we've got well-educated, well-meaning people here in this country who can't. What do you blame that on? The uh, symptoms of decline... Uh, not just here, but around the world, are appearing everywhere. I'm seeing it now. You know, you, you, the trash, 
trash alone. The human waste. Uh, we see it even in our town. People walking around with backpacks. Now, not everybody walking around with a backpack is a homeless drug user, to be true. Uh, but some of them are. And we never had it before. And we're beginning to see it. And I see it everywhere. Trash, crime, spreading. It's crazy. Um, we have our, our allies asking, you know, where's the leadership from the United States? Biden, uh, no commitments on this war in Ukraine. It's really funny how they just very easily built a perpetual war, right? When you had a bank with Schwarzkopf before the Gulf War, and they said, we'll not do Vietnam again. What does that mean? They will not do a, a political war again. You know what Ukraine is? A political war. What else would you call it? It's not a frontal war. How can you describe to me what's going on? How could you possibly say it's not a political war? There's absolutely no real reporting of what's going on on the battlefield. Nothing. Very, very little. It's a political war. The generals who rose to the top after Vietnam swore that they would never allow it again. But now you've got Sausage Fingers Miley with his little soft skin and his hunched back and his pudgy little belly. Never trust a fat general. Remember I said that. I would love to say it to his face. How do you explain to me, General, why you're fat? How do you expect to be the leader of an army when you're fat? Tell me that. What kind of army, what kind of a leader of an American army allows himself to disintegrate into the condition that you have? Hmm? Why don't you make a choice there, General? Either get in shape or get out. Show a little respect for the army, if not yourself. Honest to God, I feel that way. Why doesn't the president say it? Elect me to Congress, I'll say it. Don't. I wouldn't want that to happen, even if by accident. The new Green Deal won't solve the energy crisis. I thought this was hilarious. I, you know, I thought, you know, I've made this joke. We should have taken the solar panels. That's what I was trying to say. I'm so used to speaking in metaphors sometimes. Like, I, I forget to, to actually say the point clearly. The Green Deal's not going to solve any energy crisis. But, but that's not the point. <laughs> It's not to solve anything. They don't want to solve it at all. At all. Our military tied up with with, uh, superficial issues, woke uh, movement instead of uh, weapons and better training, if not ammunition. Nobody's alarmed by, oh, we don't have enough ammunition to supply Ukraine, let alone fight a war in China. What? Now, that might not be true. Right? You hear all the, oh, America's giving up all stockpiles. Maybe that's a lie. Maybe maybe the military wants people to think that, other countries to think that. Who knows, right? Who knows? Um, these $33 trillion in U.S. debt. Let me see, um, just, just to give you an idea. Uh, debt by country. Here we go. Real news right here. United States, $31 trillion. The next ranking country is the United Kingdom. This is freaky. You ought to see this. United States, $31 trillion. $94,000 per person. For every person in the United States. 121% of GDP. 
The UK, 9 trillion round numbers. 129,000 for every man, woman, and child in the country. 273% of GDP. France, similar. Germany, similar. Japan, almost as bad as us. And then China. So just compare the top five. United States, UK, France, Germany, Japan. Right? The United States, $31 trillion in debt. China, $2.6 trillion. $1,800 for every man, woman, and child in China in national debt. 14% of their GDP. You think about that compared to the situation that we're in. That First of all, Europe is so bankrupt. The United States is bankrupt. It literally is history repeating itself and that they'll uh, start wars to cover for these debts. And then the, 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 the dominating currency will just hop from one country to the other so that they can, it'll, maybe it'll be digital so they can double down on the whole fiat scheme. That's the debt problem. And maybe the United States wants to act like it doesn't exist, but the rest of the world isn't acting like that. And you're seeing it now. People are moving away from that. I, you know, Iran, Iran isn't using, hasn't used the dollar. They seem happy enough without it. You don't see them begging to come back. Uh, whatever. I'm not saying we aspire to be Iran, but many other countries. I think, what, India just made an announcement? Uh, the United States media? Like they're making fun of the, the United States media in Iran. I kid you not. That's how bad it is. We're arguing over over gender pronouns. Meanwhile, there was uh, <clears throat> 31,000 crimes in Chicago last year. Uh, maybe that's not a lot for a big city. I don't know. It sounds like a lot to me. It's transgenderism sweeping the country. This is not happening in other countries around the world. Maybe Europe, I don't know, but nowhere else. American colleges and universities, a complete ripoff and scam, not providing any value for the outrageous fees they're charging, let alone the, the ideology that they've pushed that's warped so much of our country. Squabbling over this non-essential nonsense while we're ignoring these major problems that we have. And now the rest of the world is looking for other countries to solutions. I sadly say to you, you know, I find little of this country to be proud of at this point. I don't know. Uh, you know, I hate when people talk like that. You say, well, when Trump was president, you weren't saying that. What's changed materially? Um, a lot. A lot, really. Uh, we'll see what happens. It's uh, the political nonsense. The, the, the bottom line is that it's never going to end until the debt problem is solved. But our challenge for the podcast, how do we keep it authentic and real in a world of fake, fake news? It's not even news anymore to say fake news because so much of the news is fake. It really is. How do you create a real, authentic podcast based on, on fake news? It is impossible we got to find another way. What's another way? Either we find another topic, something where we can find something factual, or we find a way to, to, to reinvent it, look at it differently. I don't know. That's the next level for the Christopher Scott Show. I don't know. Otherwise, what can I say? Do something for yourself. Take care of yourself. Drink your water. 
Take a multivitamin, eat well, lean protein, green vegetables, and get outside. It's the best thing you can do. Get a good night's sleep. Always good for you. God willing, I hope to be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there in the meantime. Make it a great day.